All right, Gavaldik. Today's daf is daf Yud Beis, page twelve in Maseches Rashana, and together we got to Bishlama Reb Yeshua, which is um, four lines from the top of Yud Beis Amar Aleph. That's where we got to together. But I would like to back up a little bit, even though we learned it together. I would like to back up and. Um, Outside, just explain what we are in middle of. So on Yud Aleph Amud Beis, we brought down Machlekes between Rebbe Liezer and Rebbe Yahushua as to when we begin the counting of the year. So Rebbe Liezer said that we start counting in Tishrei, and the proof is that um, the proof is that the second month when we discuss the Mabul, when it says. Um, that it was in the second month of the 600, the one year and 600, so on and so forth of Neach's life. So Hashem changed around all of nature. And um, even though usually the water was going, uh, even though usually the water, um, I'm sorry, the, there was a change, since the nation, the nation, the world, the entire world, changed from their usual practices from what they were supposed to do. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu also changed the Mazolis. Okay, that was Rebbe, that was Rebbe Yehoshua who says that you start from Nisan and then you have Rebbe Eliezer who's the one who says it was Mar Cheshven. and on the top of today's daf we said since people changed their usual practices HaKadosh Baruch Hu changed his practice and he brought Kima, the constellation of Kima during the day and took two stars from it, and ultimately, with these two stars, brought the flood. So that's the Machlech Espetin Rebbelez and Rebishua, and each one's consistent with how they begin counting the months of the year, one from Tishrei, one from Nisan. And now we get a, we're up to Bish Lama. All right, we're just going to wrap up this sugya, just a few more steps. Says the Gemara, Bish Mala Rebishua, makes sense according to Rebishua. Um... It makes sense according to Rabbi Yeshua. That's why it says specifically the second month of the year. Now, according to Rabbi Yeshua, that the, that it's referring to ER. Okay, the second month is ER. So the first month is going to be Nisan. And as we know, what does it say in the Torah? That Nisan is Rishon Hu Lachem Lachon It is the first for you for the months of the year. So it makes sense according to Rabbi Yeshua that ER will be called the second month. When it comes to the Mabul. Elo the Rebbe Liezer, but according to Rebbe Liezer, who says that the Mabul took place in Marcheshvan, my Shani, what do you mean the second month? It's not the second month, it's, it's much later from Nisan. If you start counting the months from Nisan, which the Torah says, it's Rishon Hulachem, the Chachi Hashan Nisan, Cheshvan is eight months later. Why are we calling it a second month? Says the Gemara, interestingly, Shani Ladin. It's the second month. For some particular halachas, meaning we know that Tishrei in, at least is Rosh Hashanah for certain things. So for, for, for those things, it's called the Rosh Hashanah. So this month of Cheshvan could even be called the second month. Vishmal of Yehuda, Hainu Bishua. It's understandable according to Bishua, Hainu Deshina. That's why Kaddish Barakal had to change around the Metzias, the reality of creation. Since we changed creation, Kaddish Baruch Hu changed around creation and brought the Mabel um, 
and the waters were hired instead of being lower. But listen to this, a very interesting question and make sure we have this. According to Rebbe Yezer, who says that it took place in Cheshvan, isn't now the rainy season anyway? How did Hashem change nature by bringing all these rains? He just expanded on what was usually done. He didn't change the constellations. He just made it stronger. The Gemara says no. Kidrav Chista. The Amar of Chista, this is very fascinating, and we'll explain in a moment scientifically how some people use this to dispute those who say that the world is millions of years old. Kidrav Chista, Damar of Chista, Bereischen Kilkulu, Ubereischen Nidainu, with hat, with heat. We messed up the world, and with heat, HaKadosh Baruch Hu brought the flood. What does that mean? With heat, meaning with forbidden relationships, wasted seed. So that's, that's uh, what heated up the world when it came to Averis. And therefore, do we know Hashem does everything measure for measure? Through hot water, Hashem brought the marble. So you see from here, says the Gemara, you know how according to Rabbi Eliezer, Hashem changed nature? It was, you're right, it was the season of water and rain. But what was changed is that there were boiling waters. Now the reason why, besides for just understanding what took place by the Mabu, one of the, one of the things to note about this Gemara is there are those who mention this Gemara itself knocks off any potential validation of carbon dating things. Because you can only carbon date something that hasn't been burnt and hasn't been heated. Uh, once something becomes very hot, all of a sudden, it, it, not all of a sudden, once something becomes very hot, it, it ages a lot more than it's really at. And therefore, you could possibly say, first of all, the whole thing, it's pretty much been debunked. But even if you're going to follow some of the carbon dating, um, it doesn't matter because the whole world was at a certain, during the Mabu, in boiling water for a very, for an extended period of time, for a very long time. And therefore, even if you can um, carbon date a tree, it's not giving its true, um, it's not giving its true lifetime because it's going to look a lot, lot older than it actually is. Okay, just to wrap up this topic before the two dots, Tanu Rabbanon. The rabbis learned in Soshui, Chachme Yisrael, Maim Lamabu, Kedrabiliazer, the Chachamim, the wise people of Klal Yisrael, they agree that when it comes to the years of the Mabu, when it talks about the second month, they start counting from the month of Tishrei, Vilat Kufa, Lichdreb Yeshua. When it comes to, um, to Kufa and how many years, the, you know, how you count the world, so then you start from Tishrei. Every Tishrei, we start a new year. Um, I'm sorry, they, they count the Mabu like Rebbe Yezer. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, and, and you count the months starting from Nisan. The nations of the world, they also count uh, for the Mabu like Rebbe Yehoshua, who counts from Nisan. Um, and they say everything. It seems Af uh, Mabu. Yeah, they say everything. Uh, counts from Nisa. Okay, the Seder. And 
they say that that uh, took place there as well, and everything took place from from Nisa. All right, that's how Rashi explains. Um, there's a so an interesting uh, conversation about why we care, about why the Chachmei Uma Yisraelim uh, are arguing on the Chachmei Yisrael. It seems that we are giving them some level of credibility because usually it's just like ignore them, right? So it's an interesting conversation over here. But be it as it may, we're, we're leaving off that it is a potential opinion, but ultimately the Chachmei Uma Yisraelim do count the um, Tkufus of the world from, uh, like Rabbi Yeshua, from Nisan, and the Mabel from Tishra. Period, two dots. And now we're going to begin a brand new topic that's going to take us, um, that's going to take us until the middle of Amud Beis, and we're going to focus now on the laws of Miser, particularly when it comes to tithing one's produce. Okay? So, let us, we're now on Yud Bey Zomad Aleph, right? Halfway down at the two dots. Let us turn back to the very first page in Rosh Hashanah and look at our Mishnah on Daf Bey Zomad Aleph and, uh, and just notice something over here. So if you look at Daf Bey Zomad Aleph on the Mishnah, um, it's, we learned on the fifth line, last word on the fifth line of the Mishnah, that the first day of Tishrei is Rosh Hashanah for Yerakos. You see that word Yerakos, the fifth line of the Mishnah, Beis Amaral. So the first day of Tishrei is Rosh Hashanah for, uh, for Yerakos. Okay? Now, what we should ask ourselves is, what is Yerakos? Yerek literally is like Yarok, right? It's greenery. It's greens. Translated as leafy things or vegetables, things that, that get their nutrition straight from the ground, as opposed to a tree where you're not getting your nutrition straight from the ground. The nutrition is going from the ground into the tree, into the, into the fruit. Okay. Says the Gemara, one second. Now, I want to keep looking at the Mishnah. What, what do we say? We said... Yeah, it's for Yerakas. Okay, fine. That's, that's all we needed to see for now. Let's look inside the Gemara now. Yerakas. That's Rosh Hashanah for vegetables. First day of Tishrei. Tana, we learned in a price of the Yerakas, the Maestas of Dharma. The Echad of Tishrei is the new year for vegetables, for Yerakas, for Maeser, and the Dharma. Says the Gemara, one second. Yerakas, my Ninhu. What are these vegetables? In what way is Tishrei a new year for vegetables? Meiser Yarek, we're assuming as far as taking Meiser. But one second, what did the Brisa say? Liyarakais, Ule Meisreis. Hainu Meisreis. But if the halacha that we're concerned about is Yarekais, why are we mentioning Meisreis separately? Says the Gemara, Tana de Rabbanon. Our Tana is dealing with a halacha de Rabbanon, the Katani de Raisa. Okay, and then we're dealing with the Raisa. So when the Brisa says, Layarakis, Ula Maisrais, it you're right, it's talking both about Yerakis, but it's letting us know that um, there's a Rosh Hashanah Midarabanan for Yerakis, and there's also a Rosh Hashanah Midairaisa for things that grow from the ground. 
For example, grain. Grain is meiser da'iraisa. The Torah says you need to take meiser from grain. The Torah doesn't say you have to take meiser from vegetables. That's a din de'rabbonah. So it says la'yarokais, which is din de'rabbonah, and that, that you need, a, it's a new year, tishrei, for, for meiser de'rabbonah. And tishrei is a new year for meisrei, referring to the grain da'iraisa. That's the Gemara's answer. I have listed the rise of ratio. Why don't we give the Dairisitic a case first? Why don't we say Maisris, Leirakais, Vilanadar? I mentioned the biblical obligation first, Lakhora. It seems it should carry more weight. Mention the first. Says the Gemara, no, I did the Chavivala Things that are precious to you, you mention first. They had this Einfall, they had this, this Halacha. The, this gather, this boundary that they created for vegetables, and therefore they were excited to share it first. Yeah, beautiful lesson in life when you want something and you're excited about something. Yeah, how, how do you know if you really care a lot about something if you, you just want to go share it? Yeah, you want to say it first. It's the first thing you want to you want to share the news, right? The Tanidi done in our Tana in our in our Mishnah, which only said Layaraka. So it didn't say Maisrais. Tana the Rabbanon didn't feel the need to write about grain. He just wrote the Rabbonon, the Koshkin, the Raisin, the Tanah Mishnah expected us to know. Listen, if Tishrei is the new year for vegetables, which is the Rabbonon, it's also going to be the new year for the Da'iraisa. Why? Because the only reason for the Rabbonon is because of the Da'iraisa, to protect the Da'iraisa. Okay, so if, I, if I'm taking my surf, me Rabbonon on vegetables because Da'iraisa you take on grain, you could assume it all happens at the same time. There's no need to mention it. That is the opinion of our Mishnah. Okay, fine. So the Gemara has been saying like this. Let's make sure we have this clear. The Brisa said, Tishrei is the new year for Yerakos, vegetables. Vela Maisros and Maisers. Vela Nadar and Nadar. How are we explaining this? Yerakos is the rabbinic tithing of vegetables. Maisers is the biblical tithing of grain. And also to pay up for your vows. It says, Gemara, one second. If Maisros is referring to the biblical obligation of grain, why are we saying it in plural? Velisni Maser. Ask the Gemara, we should say Maiser, not Maisrois, because we're only referring to the tithing of grain. No, it should be referring to grain or animals. It says the Gemara. The listni yarak, okay, fine. What about yarakais? Why don't we just say yarak vegetation? Trey gavni yarak. There's two types of vegetation. The Torah we learned to the Mishnah yarak haneegod misheya agid. When you have a vegetation that is usually agud, it's usually tied together when it is sold. So when do you become obligated in miser? When did you? When are you completing the process of your miser? When it's put together to be brought out, to be sold in the marketplace. But something that is not usually tied together before it's sold. Once it fills up the kli, that completes its process and the obligation of miser now starts. Okay, so the Gemara's question was, why are you saying you're a kos? You should say yarak. The answer is no, because there's different categories within vegetables which determine when the obligation of miser starts. Period. Okay. End of that conversation. Tan Rabbanu's rabbis learn so should we. Likit yarak erev Hashemesh. Listen to this. When's the new year for vegetables? What did we just say? 
Rosh Chodesh Tishrei, Rosh Hashanah. Says the, says the Brisa, very basic. If somebody picks vegetables, on Arab Rosh Hashanah. The Chazar Velike Tapavamad Beis Mishatava Yashemesh. And then he goes ahead and he picks more vegetables on Rosh Hashanah. Okay? Now, they each are going to have are be, going to be included in different um, tithings because whatever was picked before Rosh Hashanah started goes to the previous year's miser. Whatever is picked after Rosh Hashanah starts goes to the next year's miser. You can't mix and match miser years. Okay, basic statement of the brayser. By the way, how can somebody? pick vegetables on Rosh Hashanah. Okay, it, all it means is, either you could say it means the next year. Any time once the next year starts doesn't count. That's partial. You could also say that maybe had a guy pick it for him. Okay. Says, says the Bryce of Viter. If there's going to be a big focus of the next discussion to listen closely. If the picking of the vegetables was the second year of Shemitah, Going into the third year, so shnia meiser rishon u'meiser sheni. Then whatever is picked in the next year is going to have meiser rishon and meiser sheni. Whatever is picked in the second year, we know you give meiser rishon meiser sheni. Shlisha is meiser rishon meiser on. Here's the halach. Ready? Let me, let's give this a little bit outside so we get clarity. Every there's a seven year shemitah cycle. What happens in the seventh year? All the lands are ownerless. Does anybody take Miser during Shemitah? No, because it's not yours. There's no Shemitah take, there's no Miser taken in the Shemitah year. You won't take Miser from that which you own. In Shemitah, everything becomes Hefker. So there's no Shemitah in year seven. In year one through six, there's no Miser in year seven. In year one through six, every year there's Miser Rishon. You always need to take Miser Rishon. However, Meiser Shani is not taken in year three and six of a Shemitah cycle. Meaning, in year one of a Shemitah cycle, you're going to take Meiser Rishon, Meiser Shani. In year two, you're going to take Meiser Rishon, Meiser Shani. In year three, you're going to take Meiser Rishon, no Meiser Shani. Instead, you're going to take Meiser Ani. Meiser, which doesn't go to the levy, that's Meiser Rishon, goes to the levy. Meiser Ani goes to the poor. That's in the third year. Fourth year, Meiser Rishon, Meiser Shani. Fifth year, Meiser Rishon, Meiser Shani. Sixth year, Meiser Rishon, Meiser Ani. So in year three and six, you take Meiser Ani. In year one, two, four, five, you take Meiser Shani. Okay? So all the Bryce is ending off with is, depending on what year you plucked your vegetable, if you plucked it right before Rosh Hashanah, it goes to the previous year's obligation. You're going to take my Rishon and my Shani, we'll call it, if it's year two. And if you pluck it after Rosh Hashanah, which is now year three, you're going to take my Rishon and my Ani. Okay. And now, with that introduction to the laws of Miser, the Gemara is going to ask, Menahani Mili, how do I know these laws of the change in Maisros? How do we know that there are are some years where we take my Shani, right? What's my Shani? I tithe and I bring it to Yerushalayim to eat it, right? How do you know there's some years that I take my Shani? One, two, four, five. 
And there's other years where there's no Meiser Sheni. Instead, there's Meiser Ani. For example, year three and six. Okay, how do you know that? Says the Gemara, Menon immediately, what's the source? And for the Gemara, the Gemara answers, I'm Rabbi Shubha Levi. Rabbi Shubha Levi says, When you finish taking Meiser of all of your, your grain in the third year of a Shemitah cycle, you see that the third year, there's only Meiser, there's only one Meiser. Okay, so where do you only have one Meiser? Meiser Isa and Meiser Ani. You have Meiser Isha and the Meiser Ani, or Meiser Sheni Ibadel. And the Meiser that's, that's missing and has been bottled, has been removed, is gone. Okay? So you're going to take Meiser to Levi, and then Meiser Ani is going to be given to the poor. Or maybe we should say, Maybe we should get rid of Meiser Isha and only give Meiser Ani. Talmud Leimer, because it says one Meiser. Talmud Leimer, Vesalavim to Dabav Markalem, Kisichu, Meiz Ben Yisov, Asa Meiser, Shernasati, Lachem, Meitom, Menachlosim, Tell the Shevet Levi, this that you didn't get land in Eretz Yisrael, the rest of the Shvatim are, are going to support you, and it's given to you as the inheritance. Kishra Kosov, the Nachla, the Torah compares Meiser Rishain, Mamish to land of Levi. Ma Nachla, in Lahevsek, just like when you own real estate, in Lahevsek, right? Doesn't stop. Uh, besides for Shemitah. So too, Meiser region doesn't stop. So what's the one Meiser that will stop? What it says in the puzzle, it's going to get one Meiser. What's the Meiser that will stop? Meiser Sheni. Tanya Namiyoch, you learned it by similarly. Yisachala la'asar v'goymer, when you complete Meisering, etc. Shana she'in bala Meiser echad, which means there's going to be a year that um, only one of the regular Meiseris are taken. Haketzad, Meiserish, and Meiser Ani. Meiser Sheni, Yibatel. We get rid of the regular Meiser Sheni. Yochalaf, Meiserish, and Nami, Yibatel. We have to get rid of Meiserish. Talmud Leimar, Ubaha, Levi. Same pasuk. The Levi comes. Kozman, Shabbat, Tainlai. Whenever a Levi comes and he needs food, Tainlai, you're obligated to give him in any year of the Shemitah cycle. Divrei Rabbi Yehuda. This is the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Lesbian Yaakov, Rabbi Lesbian Yaakov says, Eina Tzarech, you don't need to use that pasuk because Harei Hu Aimer Besalavim Tadaber. The pasuk we quoted earlier. Speak to Levim Martlem Kisichu Meisbnei Yisrael Meiser Shenatzat Lachem Itam Menachlasa Mikishra Kosov Anachla. The Torah compares the Meiser Rishon, which goes to a Levi, to Anachla. Ma Anachla in Lahevsik, just like Anachla, there's no break, right? It doesn't stop. There's no year that it gets taken that that uh, somebody else. Um, could take it from you. At my serishan, ain lai hefsek. So to my serishan, there is no break. Every year of the Shemitah cycle that Klai Yisrael owns land, which is year one through six, the Levi is going to be permitted to take his Meiser Rishon. Beautiful. Period. End of that conversation. Okay. Then we said in the Brisa. We, Tishrei is the Rosh Hashanah for Yerokais, Maisrais, and Nidarim. Okay? And also for vows and oaths. Let's get into this topic. Tanu Rabbana. The rabbis learn, that's why they are rabbis. Uh, um, if a person says, I am making a vow, I will not benefit from my friend Shana, Lishana, to a year. I will not benefit from my friend Lishana to a year. For one year, I can't benefit from this guy. Then, for 12 months, day to day, 
You're not allowed to benefit. The Mamar Lashana Zu, he says, I'm not going to benefit from my friends for this year. Even if it's the 29th day of Elul, okay, it's almost Rosh Hashanah. All right, tomorrow's the next year. As kids like the joke, right? When uh, in, you know, I noticed when I was teaching in fifth grade in Torah prep, one of the jokes that the kids say to each other on the last day before Rosh Hashanah break is, see you next year, yeah? Which means I'll, I'll see your class. You're going to see your classmate tomorrow in shul, right? But they say, "What do they say? See you next year, right?" So if you say I'm 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 refraining from benefiting from my friend for this year, okay, it might just be two minutes until Rosh Hashanah. Once you hit Tishrei, also Rosh Hashanah, it's a new year, and you're not forbidden to benefit. Who says that, I'm sorry, even according to the opinion, not Rav Meir, Meir holds it is Chash Hashanah. Even according to the opinion that one day is not considered a year, he accepted upon himself to have some sort of elevation through Tsar, whatever his intent is. And therefore, even if it's just a, for a short amount of time, it had its impact. And what the Gemara is pulling out from us is, it's very important to keep in mind what a person was thinking at the time of his vow, you could you could say, listen, the guy was thinking that I want to I want just want to have tsar, you know, I want to minimize in some way the benefit I'm going to get from somebody else. So even if it's for a short amount of time, it's called tsar. I the Amon Nisan. Why don't we consider Nisan to be the new year for Nidarim? Because when it comes to Nidarim, you follow the lashainus, the expression of people, and we know that most people, when we talk about a Jewish year, even though there's four Rosh Hashanahs. But when somebody talks about Rosh Hashanah and this year, what do we usually mean? Tishrei. And therefore, we follow and uh, what his assumed intent is. Okay, Gaval. Tanan Hosam. We learned in a Mishnah elsewhere. We're now going to get into a little bit of farming. All right. Hatilton Misha Titzmach. Tilton. Tilton is fenugreek. When does fenugreek become counted towards a year of Miser? Misha titzmach. When it's sameach. As soon as it sprouts, it's now considered around for this year. And it's going to count for this year's Miser. Whichever year it sprouted, you could count it towards the Miser of that year. Hatavua. When it comes to grain, the hazesim and olives, because yaviushlish, if it grows a third, it's now called this year's produce. Says the Gemara. Okay, my misha titzmach. What does sprouting mean? Misha titzmach lizrotin. Okay, when the seeds start to sprout. Okay, seeds meaning it starts giving off seeds. So not only that the seed that I planted started to germinate and grow, but there's enough fenugreek growing that it itself has seeds. We know seeds duplicate themselves, right? So what's considered sprouting when it itself can cause further fenugreek to sprout? You start from when it grows a third, you count it from that year, says the Gemara, where do we know that once it's grown, uh, that once it's grown a third, 
it counts towards that year. We'll end off with one final step, which the Gemara is going to question this, so don't walk away yet. But Amar Avasi, Amar Some say it was Rabbi at the end of seven years on the Yom Tif of Shavuos. Okay? So, um, we're referring to, we know that on, on uh, Shabbos, Chol HaMoyed, the, the uh, Melech Yisrael would get together, uh, depends when it was, right? But uh, just, just we'll say on Sukkot. On Sukkot, the king of Yisrael, um, would have hakel. He'd gather together all of Klal He'd read from Sefer Devarim. He'd read from the book of Devarim. And all of Klal would be there. And this was done the first year after a Shemitah. Okay? So in the, the eighth year of a Shemitah cycle, or you can call it the first year of the next Shemitah cycle, is when they did hakel. Shnasa Shemitah, Maya Virte Bechaga Sukkais. Yeah? What, is it, what, what does it mean the year of Shemitah? You do it on Sukkot. Shminasi, why are we calling it Shemitah? It's now the year after Shemitah. It's really the eighth year or the first year of the next cycle. Why are we calling it Shemitah, right? It says, Miket Sheba Shan B'mayed Shnasa Shemitah. We're calling it the Shemitah year. Yeah, Shemitah's over. Elalayim Malachal, rather, it teaches you, Kol Atavua Shavia Shlish B'Shviyas L'fnei Rosh Hashanah Atanayig Boi Minag Shviyas B'Shminas. Even things that grew one-third during Shemitah, um, Consider continue to keep that status of the seventh year, even though it now continues to extend into the eighth year. That's the Gemara's answer. The obvious question on this is, what in the world does calling Hakel Shemitah, where do you see from there that a, a plant that grows a third during Shemitah has status of Shemitah? Like Shkayach, you're calling after Shemitah, Shemitah. We get that. But this thing of it growing a third, even during Shemitah, even if it's now in the next year, is called the Shemitah thing. Where's that come from? Okay, so that's going to be the challenge that we pick up from Be'ezus Hashem tomorrow. Gutner uh, Shabbos Be'ezus tomorrow. We will learn Daf Yudbeis at twelve fifteen p.m. Will be Daf. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening, everybody. A Gutner Shabbos.